I need to talk to you. What's the matter, my dear? Listen to me, Mr. Cliff. I think you're a nice man. How can you believe that weird guy out there is Vash the Stampede, the legendary gunman? That droopy-eyed, cocky, upside-down-haired, women-chasing lunatic who's nuts for donuts and gorges them like a starved hog in heat. You honestly think it's him? She's really very nice. She bought the donuts. She's really very nice and loud. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. I do the most evil of evil deeds. I'm Bill. Uh, yeah. Um, Sometimes. Uh, it's kind of scary. See that nut cage over there? Oh, God, not that again. Callback. <laughs> Vader time callback. Oh. <laughs> One year and 11 months. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> on track. On track. <laughs> Invader, we trust. Continue. He's got the guts. He's Andrew. Hey, hey, yeah, I just made fun of a guy dying. I do have the guts. And he's the type that cries himself to sleep every night. It's Josh. Oh, I'm so glad you remembered. That's so accurate. That's so accurate. Oh, wow. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey. Hi. Season two, episode two. We've got all kinds of deuces running around here. Deuces uh, wild. Deuces are wild. I thought for sure you were going to say season's greetings. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Season's greetings. It's, uh, we're after, we're in the, officially in the holiday stretch. Thanksgiving happened. Uh, we all ate good food, right? How was, our, how was our Thanksgivings? Pretty good. Pretty it was good. okay. Yeah. 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 Spent time with the little girl and spent time with the family. There you go. Family mm-hmm. time was had. There you go. Yeah. What, what about you, Bill? You had a 17-layer dip you made? Well, it was supposed to be seven. Uh-huh. But I got to six layers. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I realized I had three more ingredients left. So it kind of turned out to a nine-layer dip. Nice. But about three of those weren't things that they put in their seven-layer dip. So so, so what'd you miss? I don't No, I didn't miss. Green peppers. Okay. I don't remember what the other thing was, but it sounded awful. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, and then we we just you know had a very small gathering uh, with our family as well, so we had a good time. So we are all full and tired, but we're here to give our review of episode two of Trigun: Truth of Mistake. Uh, so we are gonna be talking about that today. But first, first, but first, I thought second, <laughs> but first, <laughs> what's the but for? Uh, <laughs> for uh, pooping, silly. Yeah. It depends on how much you can sell it for. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, summer. <sighs> Lord. Sorry. I just thought of that. Before we get there, let's talk about some nerd news, shall we? Who's got some nerd news for us? I don't. Oh, wow. Ooh. Quick, let's jump on this. Mm-hmm. Bill, what's your nerd news? Uh, did I talk last week about they've announced what the next season of Power Rangers is going to be? What, no, what Japanese show it's going to be based on? I don't believe so. The Japanese version was uh, Neninja, Shuriken Sentai or something like okay, that. Okay, okay. Neninja. Do you want to explain that a little bit for people that only have seen American Power Rangers? Like, what do you mean when you say Sentai? What do you mean by, like... Super which, Sentai! But I don't know, like, what show? Like, do you mean that, like, all these shows are completely different television shows? For yeah. the most part, yes. Okay. Um, well, they're not different television shows. They're different 
they're different groups and different continuities. They tell mm-hmm. a they tell a story of a number of young people mm-hmm. with spandex outfits and giant robots. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they cross over, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they they usually do a crossover at the end of one series to, to, meet, to help bring in to a new series. Is yeah. usually what they do. It's usually a movie. Or, it's a monster of the week. They fight a monster mm-hmm. of the week. And bad guys are use are, are various types too. Sometimes they're extra dimensional beings, mad scientists, uh, extraterrestrial beings, dinosaurs, 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 ladies with really. Dinosaurs. I was gonna say <laughs> ladies with really crazy long hair are styled into horns. You got that crazy hair. They're all kind of their own thing, mm-hmm. and typically, typically Bandai America. Will pick something that's existed, mm-hmm. recut the fight scenes and the Megazord scenes with American footage, and and then just produce it for serve a, it up. a cheap a, a cheap sort of production value. Yeah, it's, it's usually not filmed in America though. Power Rangers are actually filmed in New Zealand now. Yeah, I know because they have a yeah, but because um, New Zealand is beautiful, it, beautiful, but, and, and they have quarries hobbits. and quarries and cheap to film in. That's yeah. true, but it's still filmed for American audiences. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so, the, yeah. yeah, they've announced that the the series focusing on ninja stars as, like, the central gimmick and mm-hmm. ninjas will become Ninja Steel in America. Okay. That actually sounds kind of cool. Well, me and Josh sat and watched videos of the Megazords. Oh, and oh. I don't think it will be. Better or worse than the, the incoming movie Megazord? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, well, I would say conceptually better. Mm-hmm. They're really fucking weird, mm-hmm. and they don't make a lot of sense. The Zord team is this. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, a train, is... a dump truck, a dog, a dragon, and a guy. That makes no sense. Exactly. The auxiliary Zords are a four-wheel motorcycle with a bullhead on it. <laughs> okay. A castle shaped like a lion. All right. An elephant. Okay. A UFO. Uh-huh. And a pizza. A surfer. Okay. Wait, what? Yeah, a surfer dude. Surfer Maru is one of the auxiliary swords. Uh-huh. The one thing that really turns me off to this whole thing. Uh-huh. Aside from everything you just already mentioned? It's just weird enough I may still be okay with it. Okay. But they don't just directly bring a Megazord from Japan and sell it in America. Yeah. They retool it. This and I did a- not know. Why did they do that, do you think? Um, at least one of the reasons is because they want to put everything on the Zord Builder ports now, so they all have interchangeable parts. Okay. So I can take the arm off of uh, the the classic the, Megazord. The, yeah, take an arm off of my the, my Legacy Classic Megazord. Yeah. And put it onto my Shogun Megazord or my Ninja Megazord. Mm-hmm. My Legacy Ninja Megazord that is, mm-hmm. and they all match up with like the Dino Charge Megazords that are the current right. stuff. So that was one of the things because one of the the actual issues the guy was talking about that was reviewing it was the train zord becomes both legs yeah except for like the foot and the front of the shin is the dog that's fucking weird but one of the problems they were talking about was the original the train folds over they fold the feet out mm-hmm. and, and the hips are in the center and they snap into the the dump truck dump it maru by the way so <laughs> in the american version of it mm-hmm. that train is has the big ugly Zord Builder port sticking out of them. Yeah. On the side. For one, so that they can be legs on something else. Okay. 
and the train is two separate parts with just a little goofy clip that holds them to the two together. Yeah. So it's not one solid piece. Mm. I don't know if they do it for cost. I don't know if they do it to use those Zord Builder ports. I recently bought the Samurai Megazord, mm-hmm. the folding ones. Yeah. The Japanese version, they were all chromed out. They were bigger. And they actually folded up in the little shapes. Yeah. Whereas the American version, it doesn't do that. You can see where it's supposed to, but yeah. it doesn't. And I, I don't really know why. That's bizarre. Hmm. So we will see some really wacky stuff. And I know one of the marketing things they've already done that I don't like is instead of buying the auxiliary sword separate, Mm -hmm. like the first one that gets released is the elephant, the Mm -hmm. green elephant. So instead of just going out and buying the green elephant to go with your Megazord, it's a whole separate Megazord where the elephant comes with it and it's all repainted in green and black. Oh. So to get that green elephant you to go in your Megazord, basically. you have to go buy a whole nother Megazord. Yeah, yeah. Good good way to make money, I suppose. Um, and the other thing that's kind of weird, kind of neat, mm-hmm. the idea of this is that the, the little guy, or the dragon, or the auxiliaries, or the elephant, or whatever, right? they actually sit in a cockpit in the chest of the bigger robot. Yeah, I, I, I saw that from the picture you sent. And the the Titantis of this line, the big yeah, lion castle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole Megazord sits in the chest of it. But the... It's like those, uh, those, those, those Russian dolls. Right, yeah, they, it's nesting robots. Yeah. Holy fuck. But I didn't even think about that. The weird thing about it is, they've re- since they've rescaled the American version, mm-hmm. not only does... Um, whatever the American version of Shinobi Maru is going to be called, mm-hmm. not only does that one sit in the chest, but the five-inch figures are scaled to sit in the chest and drive the Megazord, too. Oh, Lord. So any random Power Ranger yeah, figure of the five just be in there. can just be in there. That's weird. So I think I summed it up best looking at him when he was showing me the video of the Japanese and then the, the American. The pri- the main primary Megazord, I think the phrase that best describes how it looks is hot mess. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Oh, my God. It's... Right. Crazy hats. Just a series of bigger and bigger hats. They're like, yeah. but They're like the Catholic hierarchy. Yeah, where the bigger, crazier your hat are, the more powerful the Megazord mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So when do the, when do these um when do these Zords drop? In stores? Well, apparently some people are already getting their hands on them. I don't yeah. know. I don't know have a date for in store, mm-hmm. but reviewers are already getting their hands on them. Mm-hmm. So okay, okay, interesting. So we'll... they are taking a massive dump on them, yeah, figurative we'll... and literally, on some of these videos. I did not watch a video of anybody literally taking a dump on a Megazord. I'm oh, not... it, it, it's hard to find. It's actually on the dark web. I thought it was on the brown web. Um, but uh, anyway, so uh, my nerd news this week is, again, Sailor Moon related. I had a Sailor Moon bit of nerd news last week talking about Sailor Moon S. So did you actually see the, the commercials I was talking I did see the commercial. And then I saw the, the DBZ one. The yeah. DBZ one, which was like, what the fuck is going on? Actually, the DBZ one makes more sense. The Ford, because they, it's a Ford Fusion. Because Fjord Fusion. Yes. It, <laughs> it made a lot of Fjord Fusion. It's okay, in yeah. Swedish. Oh, Fjord, <laughs> Fjord Fusion. <laughs> There's a title. Um, so, <laughs> so um, the one, the one with Usagi and the Sailor Moon one, I uh, those were the Viz actor or actresses. Oh, okay. Uh, so that, so that was they must have been tapped for this just recently to, okay. to make this commercial. So okay. yeah, that wasn't some old footage of a really weird old commercial. But yeah. Um, so speaking of Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon R, the movie, has been kind of in limbo. 
the Viz Viz has produced the first season, the second season is now in the midst, the middle of, of producing the third season of Sailor Moon, Sailor right, Moon X. Right, the yeah. first half is out on DVD right now. Yeah, they've got with that, the new dub. Yeah, they've got the license. Yep. So, um, so, but however, the problem was the movies weren't actually was not held by Cloverway, who did S and and Super S, or wasn't held by Deke, who had the license to Sailor Moon the first season and Sailor Moon R. Okay. Um, it was an actually a completely different company that had bought up the licenses to the movies once Sailor Moon kind of got popular and Deke didn't realize that you know they had, that a, they, gold that they had a gold mine there and that they were actually going to do anything with the movies. So another party scooped them up, um, but then the original voice actors were working with the okay. people who, who did that. So they had the watch same it, voices. Watch right. something like Central Park Media. It wasn't Central Park Media. I can't remember which one and what's happening, but it wasn't Central Park. So the problem was... We, we as fans, a lot of us who were waiting, who have been following the new Sailor Moon dub, like, when are we going to get the movies? But it was unsure of when it was going to happen. Well, a deal has finally been struck. It was announced during one of the Moonlight Party streaming events that Viz does when they try to release a new DVD a few weeks or a week before. They'll do an online sort of gathering of fans. Mm -hmm. And they announced not only the information about Sailor Moon S when that came out, but also uh, announced that in January of next year, 2017, Sailor Moon R will be remastered digitally. Uh, we'll have the current Viz actors uh, doing the dub, and it will be a, a release in American theaters in January. Wow. So I don't know if this will be... Uh, it sounds like it'll probably be a limited release, you know, kind of small, sort of like one or two night sort of thing. Cool. But uh, it will be in theaters redone. Did you guys see Sailor Moon R the movie? I don't even know what, what story arc that was uh, following. Uh, Sailor, Sailor Moon R, the movie, they're not exactly clear where exactly it's put in. However, we do know it is somewhere in the middle of R. Because uh, Rini, uh, or aka Chibi Usa, is still there in this movie. Okay. Um, but it follows the, the basic plot line of Sailor Moon R the movie is... Is Saturn it, a good guy <clears throat> or a bad guy? Uh, Saturn's not involved. Okay. Saturn's not is, involved. Is this one with Sailor Luna? No. Which one's that, that one? That, you're thinking of, I believe, Super S, the movie, potentially. Okay. Or, or S, I think. It might have been S. But anyway, um, Sailor Moon R, the movie, focuses on Mamoru, uh, Darien, uh, Darien Shields, if you will, or Mamoru Chiba, and his past. And kind of going into, because we know from the, the, the anime and the manga that he's... Mongo. Mongo. He, uh, he's orphaned. Right. And he said something about his folks dying in a car yes. accident. Yes. So they, they actually, like they, they go and they show, re-show like the parts of like, like his past with the car accident. And apparently he was in an orphanage for a while or when he, when he first was, when his parents first died. Mm. And in this orphanage, was it orphanage or a hospital that they first met? But anyway. He, he had to learn, learn the hard way, school of hard knocks. Uh, not thing. quite. Not he had quite. To toughen up real fast, mm, grow up. Yeah. You know, you know get system, a tuxedo. Yeah. System a rose kid. garden. Exactly. System yeah. kids like that. Well, anyway, he meets this other kid. Uh, who is named Fiori, who turns out to be an alien. And uh, this, this basically, this, this alien Fiori reminds me a lot of, remember the beginning of R, the Doomtree saga? Yeah, um, Alan and Anne. Alan and Anne, or Ale yeah. and Anne, depending upon which version you're, we're, we're watching here. He looks very much like one of them. Okay. So I think, the they don't, never make it fully clear, but I feel like he is another one of their race. Gotcha. And he was a friend of Darian's, and he shows back up on Earth. He had left... And then uh, Darian had like given him a rose, and it was like the nicest kind act. Oh, oh I was there, say there, he's oh, gonna fall in love. No, with there him? are a lot of undertones of homosexuality going on. That's here. good. That's good. I do remember this. Like on a, it rings a bell. 
Yeah, we might have watched it together. I might have just read it. To yeah, be that, that's true. So essentially, it's a story of Mamoru, his old boyfriend, who comes back, who's been possessed by this alien flower, and they have to stop him. Okay, okay. And it's a lot of fun. It's a good movie. It All really right. is. It's All probably, right. well, it's probably what, my favorite of the three movies. You know what? You get that release, uh, throw it my way, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, we'll go. maybe we'll go watch it in a theater even, uh, or uh, together or something. So. Well, wait a minute. Speaking of theaters, oh, God, I can't believe I didn't. You know how uh, I had the Hayao Miyazaki news yes, from last week? Yep. The fact that Spirited Way is actually going to be back in theaters. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I saw know, that. I didn't I saw know that. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should I, definitely make an outing of that. It, yeah. That would be awesome. It's it's very limited. It's going to be like a two-night thing. I don't know dates, but it is coming yeah. very soon. They're going to put Spirited Way in the theaters, and then it will be put away back in the Disney vault. Spirited Away I is... I mean, oh, sorry. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, basically. Spirited Away is my favorite of the Miyazaki's, so I would definitely be on board with it. It's probably my second favorite after Princess Mononoke. Honestly, I still have not been able to see it from beginning to end. I've seen a good portion of it. I've seen it in disorganized bits and pieces, but I've never been able to get straight-up viewing of it. So I would love to see this movie. I'd love to check that out. Princess Mononoke, same with Bill, my favorite. Okay. uh, Of Miyazaki's work. But yeah, there you go. Don't blame you. I mean, it's probably my second favorite, so... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's... Yeah, right it's there. right out there. So. And I'm sure there are probably people that are anime fans that are listening to that bit of news and go, duh, that's been going around for weeks. Well, yeah, well, still like to announce it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. We like to be getting in on this action, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's our nerd news this week, folks. Woot. All right, so from there, we're going to move on to our review of Episode 2 of Trigun, Truth of Mistake. <laughs> and it is Josh's week this week. Hey, hey. So, Josh, take it away. We open. To a dark desert scene. Open with a highway. shadowy blonde into <laughs> the dark desert highway. Every single time. Okay, so we, we open with a shadowy blonde individual in a red coat, running and getting shot in the shoulder by a mustache man who decides that he needs some help. We hit our title card, Truth of Mistake, which is actually a very smart title when you think about it. So then we cut to our two intrepid insurance girls, Millie and Meryl. I love, oh my god, guys, 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 it's Millie. It's Millie again. I'm going to do this every time, and I don't care. You are, It's too. Millie. I love Millie. Totally well, are. they are at this town, and they realize that it's abandoned. They are out of water. They go find the well to get some more water, and, of course, it comes up rocks. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, and I love right after they pull it up and they, 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 they do find the, de- rock. The, the death visage. Yes, visage. They're, they're the desiccated, <laughs> sunken-in faces. And then afterwards, they completely just fall like planks backwards onto the ground it's (laughs) so good this episode by the way i know we're gonna talk we always wait to the end to talk about it one of my favorite episodes of this anime love it this is this is a good episode yeah it's a fun episode i enjoy it so uh while they're uh acting like they're dead an old man walks by with a little boy (laughs) and girl nikosama girl nikosama state sighting i called it yeah all right you gotta peek the microphone every time yes hey he was peeking earlier like like you don't do it enough (laughs) (laughs) But the uh, old man drops the exposition that... Uh, yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that the only reason why the old man is there is, is to basically explain what's happened to all the, the exposition. The town is this dried ha- up, literally, out of out of water, and now Vash the Stampede has shown up. This happens a lot in this anime, actually, where, like, 
They just kind of drop you into the action, and then something will happen. And you just get a shit ton of exposition. Yeah, a yep. Randall will give you give you give you exactly what's going on. It happens later on in the same episode. Well, the girls are excited. Millie is excited because of water. Yeah, Meryl's excited because hey, Vash is here. Let's go find him. Hey, before you finish that sentence, can I talk about one thing you forgot? What? The kid who was wandering around with the old man, uh-huh. after they walk away, he starts singing. Bad times are here. La, 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 yeah, la. Why is this kid singing that in such a happy tone? Dude, have He's you ever... keeping a positive outlook on life. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, have you, you ever... made a whole li- new Facebook and everything. Have you me. ever listened to some of the more uh, depraved and scary things that Bill's daughter sings about? It's in such a happy tone, but it's like murder and destruction. Oh, yeah, no, she was totally singing about killing turkeys the other day. <laughs> did, you, did you see the video on Facebook? I must, I must have missed that. Oh, yeah, no, she was... She ended her song with, kill turkeys, kill turkeys, yeah. All right, well, then, now that that's explained, I'm I'm okay with this. All right, All right continue on. So, we uh, we arrive at the mansion of one Cliff Cesar, uh, where we see Vash. Well, we aren't supposed to know that it's Vash yet. Um, we know it's Vash. We, yes. But, uh... For the sake of story continuity, we're not 100% sure that's Vash. I am. It's totally Vash. (laughs) He gives the girls some water. They freak out and then wonder why Vash is there. And he's Mm -hmm. like, well, hey, I'm Mr. Cliff's new bodyguard. Mm -hmm. It's very formal. Cliff. Yes. Call him Cliff. Meryl asks... Asks, why is he really here to be his bodyguard? To which Vash replies <laughs> in a dopey-ass grin. Oh, he looks like a fucking goon. He just grins. He's like... <laughs> at, last, at last we're introduced to Mr. Cesar, who, I, who is the mustached man yes, he is. from earlier. And he's he voiced by John Snyder. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, so, Who's done other such voices as? I don't know. Okay. I wish it was D. Snyder. Oh, my God. <laughs> if D. Snyder was the guy... Well, Ash, I mean, uh, that's my... <laughs> Rock and roll! We're not gonna take it. I want my water. That'd be so great. That'd be that. I just you did, that would. I wanted to redub this episode. That's gonna be great. So we're inside with. We're, it's like an Aryan album. You just get all these famous rockers to come in and just voice episodes. Yes, there we go. So much fun. Inside, Steven Tyler is Vasha Stampede. <laughs> I can see the. Like, I, ah! <laughs> that would be so great. Oh my god. We cut to the interior of Cesar's mansion, where he explains to the girls that he sells water and was endangered and had advertised for a Vash-like bodyguard. Well, Vash, uh, Vash stands up and pro- proclaims in probably my favorite uh, line mm-hmm. in, in the episode, The man who will slaughter the innocent, do the most evil of evil deeds, with a bounty of 60 billion double dollars on his head. Yes, I am that man! And he starts posing. posing. Now, I want to stop you for a second and go back like a few a few minutes, or uh, not even that much. But a few like seconds? A minute, yeah, a few seconds in. Oh, uh, I think I When he talks about that. the wanted ad, uh-huh. did you actually, any of you, like, pause to read the wanted ad? I did not. I did mm-hmm. not think to, no. to read it. What did okay. it say? So the wanted ad, I don't know if in the sub it was in English, or if it was in Japanese originally, oh, uh, which I, would be an interesting thing to go back and look at. But it was in English. It was in English. English! It was in English. Okay, give me it the said, English. It said, wanted, bodyguard. Bodyguard was spelled B O D Y G A R D, <laughs> without a U. Bodyguard. Um, re- it says require great shooter like Vash the Stan Pete S T A N P E A T. Pay per hour cash five hundred double dollars, which is a lot per hour. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, benefits thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. hell, benefits. Yeah. Um, Damn. Like like a four hundred one k. Here's the vision worst. medical no, here's the, worst. the whole package. Benefits. First one. Three mirrors. 
M E A R S. I was thinking mirrors from from Magic instead the of, Gathering. Instead of meals, I was thinking mirrors from Magic the Gathering. So there's our right L's there. and our R's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With yeah. a nap, a room, weapons and bullets, special bonus, and then my favorite thing, pets. Okay. <laughs> Which is a good gag. That's, that's a, a good. Gr- gag. That's a great gag. But I love the three mirrors. All right. Three, so three mirrors. Continuing on. I just want a little curtain dog dais in my room to like yell at people and yes, stash random bonds and yeah. That was my question when we get there. It's like, who just keeps like random women behind circular curtains? I mean, come on. Oh, well, that's well, the thing. Well, she's clearly a Targaryen. So Cliff, mm, fair Cliff, enough. Cliff explains that um, he needs a good bodyguard to help protect a female guest by the name of Marianne. And Vash begins to act like a complete doofus around her. <laughs> she not, has tickle bitties, I mean. Yeah, and not unlike how I act around a hot woman. Also, don't ask me who voiced Marianne, because swear to God, and I don't know why, uh, doing my searches on the cast list, I could not find, the not even on IMDb for this episode, could I find any reference to the voice actress who did uh, Marianne on this So show. if you what, are what about the... Ginger? <laughs> And the skipper too. I also uh, professor. Uh, uh, so professor and Marianne. If you are uh, out there and you're listening and you were the voice of Marianne, please get a hold of us. Uh, or email, if you know her. Yeah, email us, tuningjapanese at gmail.com. We'd love to have her on the show. So, we'll interview her. <laughs> why not? So Meryl is pretty much not impressed with this faker posing as Vash. Yeah. And, of course, Cliff, uh, <laughs> she pulls Cliff aside and starts uh, scolding him about it. He goes, oh, yeah, I know he's not Vash. Because we cut to a flashback of Vash entering uh, Cliff's mansion, mm-hmm. inquiring about the ad, and he goes, hey, you're Vash the Stampede! <laughs> Can I go back and talk about one of my favorite lines you missed? Oh, what was oh, it? Oh, my gosh. So oh, when, oh when, man, when, I thought that... Uh, when Vash is laying it on thick... Uh, oh, God! And trying to, like... <laughs> Put himself as like tough stud, guy. His, he says, stud muffin. He says in his really like sexual voice, "You can definitely count on me, Mister Cliff. I don't let anyone in my sights get away, and I'm known for my bullets never missing their mark, especially does, if it's the heart of a beautiful young lady." And then he does the finger guns and says, "Bang!" And, and Meryl, Millie, Meryl, 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 rather Meryl, like sells it, sells it like she just got shot, falls <laughs> on the ground, and goes ah, well, and starts know, twitching. Did, did you notice? Great. Okay, did you notice Vash's reaction to that? He actually stares at his finger, like holy like, shit, holy I, shit just, it I, just, I just killed her. <laughs> yeah, so great. It's like that scene in, in Expendable Twos where uh, Stallone holds up his finger and uh, Statham goes, "Is that thing loaded?" And just dun, 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 and everyone dies, and it's actually the sniper that takes everyone yes. out. It's pretty. The, good. the Expendable Twos. The Expendable Twos. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do with all these twos. <laughs> Why are there so many ostriches? We, we, <laughs> <laughs> And don't forget the fact that Meryl, who is behind this thin curtain, is screaming about how much of an idiot he is. Like, and, they could hear, and I love when they pan away. And Millie's like, don't worry. <laughs> She's she really nice. Yeah, I can tell. She brought the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we forgot about the donuts. Yeah. Oh, God. And then there's, of course, the reason why Cliff hired him on and said that he was Vash was because he said, he's like, did you see the town? Mm-hmm. Everyone ran, Everyone that was left ran when they heard that Vash was here, so I'm sure I drove off my enemies as well. And then Cliff begins to go on about the fact that he was attacked the uh, five nights ago by a gunman who, well, looks a lot like Vash. I mean, got the mm-hmm. blonde hair, mm-hmm. big gun, mm-hmm. red outfit. Check, check, oh, and check. Seems pretty similar. Mm-hmm. We cut to a little bit later on, and uh, you know, after we've had a little bit of uh, banter between Meryl and Millie, and Millie's drinking out of the faucet. Yeah, it's so adorable. She's so cute. <laughs> I love Millie's. Mom. I do that sometimes at home. So I, like, I do it all the time. Oh, fuck, it's great. Man, it's I'm great. always like, gawk, gawk. 
Well, Vash, uh, doing his patrols, uh, goes to Marianne's room and notices that the shower is running. And so he decides he needs to um, look in on her. He's up on the fucking roof, tying literally just a rope around his waist. And this is the bit that I believe is Andrew's most favorite bit of this entire episode. I love these lines. Do it. He says, lifeline, secure. Wind, favorable. The plan is perfect. I've got the guts. And then he pauses, looks down, and freaks out and realizes he's like two stories up. No, says, no, he doesn't even say that. He just goes, I'm coming, Mary <laughs> I'm coming, Mary And then he Spider-Man climbs yes. back up. I mean, very Spider-Man-like. To find that the shower is running and she put it on as a decoy. Millie walks into the room. At which <laughs> they stare at each other. Vash does my favorite... Hello! And which she, Millie replies, Hello! And I love I love how innocent she is, because if that was Meryl, Meryl would have lost her shit. Millie's like, what you doing? Why are you outside this window? And Vash, Vash actually explains that he's uh, out searching for spooks. So what, the FBI, CIA are after uh, Mr. Cliff? Bill, Bill. So he, I'm so glad he went that way. Okay, good. I'm glad you I didn't go that so way. I'm so glad he went that way. I have way. expected you to say follow up with something. I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad that's exactly where you went. No, spirits. Spirits, ghosts. Oh. Woo! Halloween. I, I have a question here, though. A legit talking point. Yeah. Okay. Because I was doing reviews earlier. Mm-hmm. All right. Just getting caught up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And this is not the only instance of Vash being a total perv. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that part of his persona of being a dipshit that he's also a pervert that's a good question or is he really it just happens to be a pervert as well because there's a moment in a latter episode that we'll get to which contradicts the perviness very strongly we we can do a little bit of flash forward Um, if we can um, briefly mention hey it's this episode he does this after he saves the town Everyone realizes it's Vash. They get the the mayor of the town gets him a bunch oh, of the oh, horse. The yeah, horse. the horse. I yeah. forgot about and that. And he's like, and he, and he he's like, oh, he's he pretends out. to be asleep. So and they, they they leave, and he goes, man, did I overdo it? I mean, he's a that male. same episode. Yeah. The 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 girl is hanging, like literally tied up and hung from the rafters, and he keeps he keeps he's inching, inching to try to look up her dress. Yeah, like, he keeps doing that. And I think I think that's more Vash. But he's in public in front of the people. That so he's trying. He's trying to make persona. himself look like it's, an idiot. It's yes. a persona. But you're right. When he's by him, I I didn't. I thought that. I wanted to talk about that after watching episode four. Mm-hmm. But you're right. At the end, you're right. He does contradict that at the end when he stays asleep when the whores are there. Yeah. Interesting. That's like how we just call them whores. I mean, well, yeah, they are. But it's why well, I said hookers. Yeah. I mean, same thing. Bed warmers. All right. So we cut to uh, Meryl, uh, and she spies Marianne actually leaving Cliff's study all stealthily and suspiciously. Mm-hmm. At dinner, we sit down and we have uh, Mr. Cliff and Marianne getting into a slight argument about making a profit from selling a natural resource like water. Is this big water commentary right here? I thought the same thing, honestly, <laughs> a little bit. Where are the Native American protesters? Oh. I know. Our well, hearts are with no, you. Yes, yes, they are. Break card! We're halfway through the episode. <laughs> what? They're getting, like, shot in the face and well, no, yeah, that sucks. and bullshit and... Freezing cold water? Freezing <clears throat> nights? Yeah. You don't have enough to drink. Well, fuck you! Down with the man. All right. So, come back from break. Meryl and Millie are outside a water fountain chatting about finding the gunman. You want to talk about, you know, because, you know, when I when I saw that scene with Marianne and they're arguing about, like, water, he's, he, and... water and he's saying, like, I just, I'm just really trying to help the town, but yet he's got this fucking water fountain going. Like, that should be clue number one. That this guy is just showy and has a lot of money and doesn't give a shit what, where the water's going. He's ostentatious as fuck. In fairness, the water fountain might ne- not necessarily be wasting water so much as power. 
Yeah, maybe. But still, either way. I mean, he's pumping it the up. Fl- he's pumping it up. He's flaunting it. He's flaunting it, certainly. Absolutely. While they're going on about trying to get the the gunman. Look uh, at my gazebo made of ham, poor hey, people. Why, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 what? Well, I, like, if somebody was hungry, like, there's homeless people that are hungry. Why did you like, go there? Why Look did... at my gazebo of ham. Where did that... Because that's, I, like, a fountain of water. Why does this seem like when... a Key and Peele sketch that you, that you thought of? No, no, I just... He just really likes ham. These people are <laughs> parched, and so he has a fountain being showy, even though it's not actually so a gazebo of ham. All right, we got you. All right, All so... Right. Right. Josh, please move. A ham zebo, if you will. <laughs> oh, Jesus! I Christ. will attack the zebo and get revenge. Oh my God! For my fallen brother. Please continue. <laughs> Was your fallen brother a pig? Oh, good lord! <laughs> keep going. We get the vash, and he uh, enters Marianne's room. He starts trying to flirt with Marianne again. Uh, when Marianne decides, says, "Oh, I see a prowler outside." <laughs> Vash, Vash just leaps into action and screams, but, "Damn it!" But again, we left out. We did leave out a couple things. One one thing I want to point out is after the argument between Vash, or sorry, between Marianne and uh, Mr. Cliff, he says, as an extra precaution, I just want you to know, I I told Marianne to draw her curtains in her room, to which Vash immediately goes, was trying to say, you asshole, but stops himself. (laughs) You asshole. How does he stop himself? Well, he goes, you asshole. And he pauses and says, I would never dream of doing anything like, and then he punches himself in the face (laughs) and goes, very good idea, and wanders away laughing oddly. And the guy, gets, <laughs> and, and not quite that that uh, high. No, not that laugh. Not that laugh, but close laugh. to it. He's okay. like, <laughs> and the guy gives a really weird look, like Bill always gives you when you peek the mic, um, like that, just like that. And then also, you, we do see a scene before when Vash comes in, where we see Marianne. She's getting ready to change into her red jacket or, or her, her... See, I was getting to that. I was going to get to that. Um, but we do see a hint of it before that, where we see yeah. bandages we see, we see on some the bandages. We see bandages and, and we, we see a gun, a gun in the... A big oh, hand, that's right. A big revolver the in, the, in the drawer. To, right. to, to, if there was any doubt that, this was, that she was actually the guy before. Right. She is. Well, and as uh, Vash leaves, yes, Marianne grabs her shoulder in pain and starts uh, berating Vash uh, under her breath. And, at, at which point, we cut to Vash, and he pounces on Meryl. He picks her up, and she starts screaming, Let me go! I'll sue you! <laughs> yeah, before that, like, you didn't mention, like, the flirting. There was one good line in the flirting when he when he's flirting with Marianne. Like, he just, like, grabs her. This is where her shoulder hurt. Grabs her and just stares into her mm-hmm. eyes. And she's just kind of like, what the fuck? And he says, Also, ow my shoulder. <clears throat> ow my shoulder. Someday... You'll be able to take a journey anywhere you desire, although it may not be exactly by yourself. <laughs> and she's like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> to which then all that happens. Right. Yeah. I'm going to knock you up. Basically. Yeah, I, I, it was super pervy. It really, oh, wow. Yeah, it was. He attacks Meryl. Yes. <laughs> Let me go. I'll sue you. Uh, then we get a bit of Vash and Meryl banter, just kind of going on about how Vash thought he, she was the prowler and mm-hmm. that she was just kind of being bitchy like she normally is. Then we finally cut to an underground water processing refrigerating factory. Yep, we'll we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get there. Whoa. <laughs> we'll get there. We didn't quite get there yet, but um, we yeah. They go back into the mansion. Yes. That's what I missed. I'm yes, sorry. Go it for was it. on my notes too. I go back in the mansion and to find that both Marianne and Mr. Cliff have gone missing. Yes. And they, then we cut to. Yeah, so they found they go missing and then uh Oh yeah, and then Vash is outed by Millie. Yeah, Millie outs Vash and says, 
maybe they were looking for ghosts. Um, and, and then says, oh yeah, I saw Vash hanging outside the window. And before that, I love, there was another good line where Vash is berated by Meryl and sa- Meryl says, you're the easily deceived type that cries himself to sleep every night, aren't you? And Vash says, all, all forlorn. Thanks a lot, Dreamwrecker. I love that line. Great line. Yeah. Great line. And yes, so, it, but they, they find yeah. a secret tunnel. They do find because Vash. Meryl is trying to just going to beat the shit out of Vash, and Vash grabs that cord. Cord that revealed Marianne in the first place. And pulls mm-hmm. it a little bit further, and yeah. a trap door opens. So. They shouldn't put their secret entrances and their secret reveals all in one thing. Do, do you know how expensive it is to set up those expensive reveals? It's super Well, maybe you should have super one less expensive. fucking fountain. No, he's got to be an ostentatious douche, though. He could get rid of a ham zebo because we cut because we do <laughs> one ham zebo. He could pay for it. So we do cut to Marianne as she now enters a water processing or refrigerating. Mm-hmm. It's not refrigerating. Sure. Well, the, you, we see huge blocks of ice, mm-hmm. so he's freezing the water as well for probably for transportation. Yeah, yeah. And what she is confronted by a cliff. Who uh, she realizes she's actually a marshal and yes. she's investigating him because yes. well he wrecked the town. Yup. Well, uh, they yep. we, we have a yep. brief scuffle, um, and Mister Cliff kicks her ass. Well, it's fair to point out that uh, Marianne's in a new outfit. She is actually in a red jumpsuit and her hair is done up to be a little bit spiky, and yeah. she's carrying a big. Big gun. That's true. I don't know that if it's would... dumb to be spiky so much as just in a bun and sticking out the top. Yeah, yeah but it does look yeah. a little spiky. It does look a little spiky. But here's the thing. When she draws her gun, it actually pulls out the two, um, what are those uh, side things on a crossbow called? Well, that, that that helps create the tension. What is that called? Is that, does that have a name? I would just call that the bow. The bow and okay. the drawstring. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so what... I was kind of curious. I kind of wanted to see how that handgun was going to work, but... Yeah, Marianne gets her ass kicked by a man one... <laughs> one third the size of her, basically? Yeah, well, like three quarters her height. Can I can I mention, too, that you mentioned the gun. God, all the guns in this show... Really? ...are really unique. Mm-hmm. Like, they do they a are. really good job of, of, of really making you, them all feel special. They're beautifully designed. They really and, are. And they are. And they are kind of like... The like a defining characteristic of each character. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you, you can know a character by the weapons they carry. I mean, yeah. I we'll, mean, you got you got the difference between Meryl and Millie. Meryl's got tiny little derringers, mm-hmm. which totally, Well, we haven't the, gotten we haven't gotten well, to that. and a lot a lot of them and a lot of them. Yeah, you know, a little Spitfire she is, but then you've got Millie who's got a big gun because she's big and lumbering, but it doesn't really hurt anyone. It incapacitates yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. takes them takes them out right safely. Yeah. As uh, Cliff does gain the upper hand on the uh, brief uh, scuffle that we have, mm-hmm. and he's about to shoot Marianne in the face when Vash arrives. Thank goodness. Sliding down the water chute. Okay, okay, yeah, you know what? If I'm going to make an entrance, it's going to be a water slide. I'm going to do the water slide entrance. And I love that Millie and Mero are like, that. that's him sneaking up behind her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Vash comes out, and then Cliff decides to open fire, at which point Vash definitely dodges Mr. Cliff's shot. And then Vash just makes this stupid face and just like goes, scary! Oh, yeah. No, and, badass, though. Like, he literally very, just, like, oh, yeah. just, just teleports, basically. Yeah. I'd say more after images uh, yeah. a little bit. Still awesome. So Cliff just starts opening fire, and he notices that uh, Vash is reading the bullet's trajectories by watching the gun movements and timing. At which point he finally uh, empties out, and Vash just gets right in his face. <laughs> and he points out that... He says... Just no skill. Yeah. And flicks, flicks him, him in, in the, the nose. nose. 
Cliff opens up his suit jacket to show a really interesting four-gun rig that pops yeah. up, and he starts just unloading at Vash. I think the Joker had something like that. Yeah, I point. think he did. Yeah. And uh, he does a really cool backflip to get out of the way, and the guns hit the ice. Yeah, and Vash catches a giant ice shard, chucks it at Cliff, which... Uh, jams the gun. Jams, jams the guns, and he wins! Yay! Uh, kinda. Yeah, that's right, Cliff did accidentally shit the machinery and cause a water explosion yes all the water that was stored is released and eventually floods the entire town all the water explodes (laughs) water explosion yes water explodes oh no the dihydrous oxide (laughs) science so we cut to the next morning and we learned that the water will return to its underground reservoirs and the town will be back to normal. Mm-hmm. Marianne be- then begins to comment about Vash's abilities and said that if, if he wasn't such a buffoon, she would probably think that he really was Vash. To which Vash says, well, what if I am? I would have to arrest you. <laughs> and he he goes, ah, and kind of just backs away. Backs away. And he trudges off into the sunset. Marianne then begins to go on about how he's a real man. Meryl is completely incredulous love, about I'm, that. I'm so confused by the lines here. <laughs> she says, Marianne She's, says, I'm afraid you have no eye for men. And then Meryl says, says who? And she goes, maybe one day I'll show you and you'll see. Like, what does that even mean? She's pretty much saying that Meryl's a complete prude and doesn't know a, a, a hunk when she sees but her. But how is she going to show her that Vash is a real man? Like, what does that mean? Dude, she's going to bang him. Yeah, no, that's what In I thought. In front of Meryl? Yes! Yeah, oh. I mean... So we cut to Vash walking into the sunset and bemoaning the fact that he really didn't want to go to jail. Uh-huh. And he thought that she was the one, but really he didn't want to go to prison and... He's fairly certain that what happened to the town is going to get blamed on him as well. Yeah, well, it usually does. And we cut out to our closing credits, and then our preview to our next episode. Ah, episode three, which we'll talk about uh, next Next week, week. which is Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Uh, So, that is episode two, one of my favorites. Let's talk about it. I'll start. I love this episode of Trigun. I love it. Uh, This episode's fantastic because first episode was really establishing who the characters are. This one, we get so many amazing, silly gags. I love the silliness in this episode. Mm-hmm. We talked about how Excel Saga was a comedy anime. However, again, not the, the comedy was very, in a lot of ways, one note in certain episodes. Sometimes no, it, was, just, it was very loud, very obvious, very yes. like, the, we are making fun of this. Yeah, and sometimes it would be way over the top. This is a little more subtle. It is gooey and silly, but not necessarily bad or, or raunchy in a lot no, of ways, no. even though we do get some perverted humor. <laughs> I, I, I really do think that the humor in this episode especially is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Love it. Great episode. Um, great interactions in the characters. And I've just realized that in the Japanese entrance... They changed the entrances They changed the entrances every episode. I brought that I brought that up in the review of number four because I was like... Or Holy no, I think about, I think I, back. I, I it was number that. it was number seven. I brought it we'll up because I was like, I go was BDN in every one of these because I don't remember oh. being. Oh, we'll have to cool. check it out. They they change it in every one of them. Huh. But, yep, I noticed. And that. In America was lazy, so they used the traditional yep. one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The yeah, they're all customized. Oh, that's right. cool. well, that makes sense because the because in the American version it shows uh, Descartes gang every every time. time. Makes sense. Okay. All right. So, so that's it. I mean, really, I don't know what else to say. It was a good story. It had it had a, a nice a few twists and turns in it. Bash is hilarious. Millie's adorable. Meryl's a great kind of way of rounding that group of three the straight out. Straight man. Yeah, she, yeah. She's very much the straight man. It's it's a damn it's a damn good episode. One of my favorite ones. Really funny. A lot of great lines. 
So, uh, yeah, I like this episode. It's a lot of fun. A lot of what Andrew says, uh, I can agree with. It's not one of my 100% top five or most favorite episodes. I think that its strongest point is that we see Vash playing up this goofy pervert persona. We just see another layer to the character, or at least to the to the facade that he's created. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the f- favorite things I do have about this episode is actually in the title. Yeah. Truth of Mistake. Okay. Cause the Talk whole, about it. Okay. The whole idea is that Vash is, quote-unquote, hired as, quote-unquote, Vash by mistake. Mm-hmm. That Cesar just said, oh, you are Vash the Stampede. But the truth of the matter is, he is Vash the Stampede. So he is, that is the truth and the mistake of his mm, hiring. Interesting. And being called Vash. Okay. He wasn't mistaken when he was hired, though. The guy just hired somebody that... But the guy role. made a mistake in hiring him because he just, he fucked up his whole plan by hiring Vash. Right, yeah. By, by hiring the real person, but saying, oh, you are Vash. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something that I found pretty clever in, yeah. the, in the title, and cool. I, I I'm gonna look more closely at the titles and see how they tie in. Yeah, uh, Bill, what do you think of the episode? This is one of my favorites. I mean, mm-hmm. I think not that I don't enjoy the more arky mm-hmm. gung ho guns, obviously. Yeah, stuff at the end. I feel like the episodic beginning episodes are all super strong, mm-hmm. super classic, at least to what we think we mm-hmm. remember. Right. Great lines. Yep. Um, and this is one of them. This and the next one are two of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I agree with Andrew on all fronts. I mean, we had a cohesive story with right. some twists and turns, lots of character building. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just great. Yeah, I mean, I, and yeah, twists and turns. I mean, we all knew that that Cliff was going to be the bad guy. We didn't exactly know the extent of what Marianne was all about. We thought, maybe, you know, first maybe she was just trying to... Well, I take, mean, take his we didn't money. know, we didn't know that guy. Cliff was because the, even in that exchange between Marianne and Cliff, I, watching back, was like, I kind of see where he's coming from. We found out he took it too far. Absolutely. And, oh, know, yeah, that, know, that he she, was protecting and man- as long as he managed the resource properly, yeah. everyone would win out. But right. he, yeah, you're right. He did go overboard. Mm-hmm. Because he he saw the data signs. Mm-hmm. He wanted them double dollars, stacks on stacks on cash. It could have yes. very easily been Make it rain. that he was trying to be a responsible shepherd of the water and she was causing trouble hmm? fair enough you have a good point there i uh i got nothing else. i have no rebuttal my butt cannot re <laughs> <laughs> all right first time for everything i know right all right um so i believe that's it that's it that is our episode number two of tuning japanese uh and our review of this particular episode which was titled what again that was the truth of mistake. Truth of mistake. So without further ado, Bill, would you like to take us out? This has been Tuning Japanese. I do the most evil of evil deeds. I'm Bill. Yeah, yeah, I'm the type that cries himself to sleep every night. I'm Josh. And I've got the guts. I'm Andy. There's that voice again, dude. I think I think you need to... Uh... It's my... It's my anime voice. My goodbye voice. <laughs> Oh, man, this cold won't go away, guys. It's been here for like two weeks. <sighs> I had to go get a steroids and an inhaler. Oh. I wasn't sick. I was just... Were, uh... you, were you writing zines? <laughs> writing zines! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye! Amzebo! For episode three, Peace Mega Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com. Like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese. 
and follow our Twitter at TuningJapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at TuningJapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questnnetwork.com. While you're there, listen to other podcasts in our network, such as the Shadow Vane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, the Raw Attitude Podcast, the Geeking Gamer Guild, and the Slasher Sanitarium. Coming from the shower in Mary Ann's room. Lifeline secure? Wind favorable? The plan is perfect. I've got the guts. patrolling the roof area for spooks. Yeah, that's it. Oh, wow. That sounds scary. You bodyguards sure are busy people.